Not every musician can say they won a televised talent show at the age of 10, especially singing Celine Dion's challenging hit, My Heart Will Go On. What's even more rare is saying you had a top 10 UK hit by the time you were 16. After releasing a string of singles off her 2017 debut album, So Good, which featured collaborations with artists like Ty Dolla Sign, WizKid, and Clean Bandit, Zara Larson is back with a new single and ready to take over the charts. the Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, that's Zara Larson. Here's Eric Zachary. Zara Larson. Hello. How are you? Great. How are you? I feel like I'm you've had like amazing. such a whirlwind last couple of weeks. I'm great. I'm amazing. Like I feel um, inspired. Mm-hmm. I feel excited. I feel energetic. Um, all the good things, All honestly. All adjectives I've heard you describing 2023. Uh-huh. And I sexier hope it's going to... Sexier, for 2023. Sexier, yes. absolutely. Confidence. Absolutely. Confidence, all of that. Um, I want to have fun mm-hmm. and I want to be living the best life. I love it. I love that yeah. you can literally watch Can't Tamer, the music video too. No, you can't I mean, that, that radiates it, you know. I, I, I want really? to delicately ask you about this stuff because I, I don't want to ask you things you've been asked a thousand times. <laughs> but uh, Can't Tame Her, if you haven't heard it, uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of a smash. Like, you hear it, kind of you hear smash. the first 10 seconds and you're like, okay, I already know I got to dance. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I heard it <laughs> yeah. and I, I first was listening to it mm-hmm. and I was going, why does this, what is this reminding I me know, of? Right? No, 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 no. I'm not going to take the 80s route. I'm not going to surprise you a little bit. And I was like, there was a song that came out last year that was one of my favorite tracks of the year. Is it? And Better Days. And it's um it was Mae Muller, the singer on it. Uh-huh. But it was produced by Mother. Oh yeah. And is I was it? And I, I remember hearing that song and I love Mae, don't get me wrong, yeah, but I'm like, me Zara's too, voice too. could be on this. Uh-huh. Is and it? then when I heard your track and then I started to do the research, I You're saw like, the mother wait. was behind it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And you that is MN, so interesting. Uh, MNK again too. Yeah. Don't forget yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Maybe of you course, heard about that. Of course, song. of course. No, that's yeah, I I love them. I feel like they're gonna be be really big. Yeah. And uh I mean they're Swedish too, mm-hmm. so it's like we were we were in there for, you know, I worked with them many times yeah. and I think they'll definitely have a few tracks on the upcoming album, sure. but they're so talented yeah. and just really good guys to work with and hang out with. Production duo, by the way. Production We're, duo. It, it, yeah. yeah. You're going to know about them. Ken and Carl. M-T-H-R, absolutely. Yeah. How stylized. Yeah. Look them up. yeah. Yeah. So they might have a couple tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. While it's now common knowledge that a lot of artists don't write their own music, there still seems to be a little bit of a black cloud over that notion. As both a songwriter and someone who loves collaborating with producers who bring their own songs to the table, Zara dispels the idea that it somehow lessens one's artistry. 
I've heard you say the album's outlined, you know. Yeah. We're, we're basically done, but we're mixing, mastering. It's not done until it's done. It's not done until it's you know? done. You know, I got a song sent to me. Totally. Cycle. I got a song sent to me a mm-hmm. couple of days ago, actually. Uh-oh. And, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it was great. Yeah. It was amazing. And, like, I didn't write it, obviously, but I was just like, wow, this is incredible. And when you get those songs... Mm-hmm. I'm never too proud to take a song that I didn't write. Like sure. I think of myself first and foremost as a, as a performer and an entertainer. And then I love to write. I think it's amazing to be in the studio, but I I'm honored and I'm really happy when people send through stuff and think of me for it. Sure. And if it's great, then I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I didn't write symphony. I didn't write uh, Lush Life. There's a few songs that are one of my like favorite songs that yeah. I didn't write. But well, I mean, they're still, you know, such a big identity uh, as, as an artist. I, lo- I love that. And that's something I feel like the U.S. struggles with sometimes is this fear of people won't appreciate it as much if they didn't write it. You know, mm-hmm. everyone wants to be the song singer, songwriter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there's there's no shame in saying someone else wrote this incredible song totally. and I get to lend no, my talent I would never, because I know some artists out there and I know they don't write. Like, I know they don't write. <laughs> we're not and naming names, might, but they yeah. they might have like a percentage of it. Sure. Because, you know. They were in the room. <laughs> not even. Oh. They just take a percentage. Zara has receipts <laughs> is what she's saying. Because they're, you know, big artists. So they say like, hey, I want a cut of the song mm-hmm. if I'm going to sing it, sure. which is fine, you know. But then they would speak about it as if they like write songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's fine if you don't. You can just I drew be- inspiration <laughs> from this drive on PCH on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. But I do like to write. And yeah. I think if it does feel sometimes a bit more special but i'm not really fuzzy about that personally yeah. i think it's whatever if it's if it's a, it's a good song it's a good song you know sometimes it might even cloud your um your mind a little bit like wow is this really a good song or do i just feel that i have a such a strong personal connection to sure, it you, don't you know you like, this is mine i got or just like album. do is it really good or is it just like I wrote about something that really affected me in this period of life. And like, I feel like it's a good song when in reality, maybe it's not, (laughs) you know what I mean? I don't know, but to can't tame her. It's definitely a good song. It is definitely a good song. Another big topic in the music world made mainstream by Taylor Swift's public fight with well-known music manager, Scooter Braun is artists owning their own masters and how rare that truly is. Speaking of some of these massive songs that you didn't write, but you're on yeah. Lush Life, yeah. uh, Symphony, you own. I do. <laughs> you own your masters. What's up? That is yes, 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 so sir. huge. <laughs> and I don't care how many interviews you've done where you've talked about no, it. I please. need to give you your accolades. No, totally. Do you I... remember deciding, like, was there a moment you're like, I need to get my catalog at some point? I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know when I'm going to get the money. You know what? I never thought it would happen because yeah, usually it's, it's, it's a rarity for it to happen, especially... Um, like I have been able to acquire them right now in my career, I was signed to a Swedish label that then licensed uh, through Sony. Sure. And uh, what basically happened was that the Swedish label wanted to sell, you know, all their, the company, mm-hmm. essentially. They were just selling their assets. You know what I'm saying? Like they were, the the, the, the person who, um, who ran it is getting to a point in his life where he's like, I've done music now. Like he's 80 years old, you know, he's been in the game. He's a legend. And, uh, 
I was just like, that would be cool to own them, you know? I'm imagining like yeah. a garage sale. <laughs> you have like signs of different artists and you're like, hey, right. I mean, yeah. it was great working with you and if it's up for grabs. Totally, you know, yeah. And he for... was very down for that awesome. because he didn't want another, you know, like Taylor Swift incident. Yeah, it can get tricky and it doesn't have to be. It, it doesn't, doesn't have to be. And he just wanted to like, let's do it at, in the nice way mm -hmm. you know so, so you basically bought the licensing agreement i, I got yeah exactly kind of maybe no so uh i bought like yeah i bought like their share of the contract so i'm still up, you exactly yeah. yeah so um the majority of it like for me now is it just feels like because it's not even for me right now it might be for investment. my kids sure. and it's, it's an investment you know yeah. you're 100 percent right but the the stream of income is like so much higher now and then i just know that it's in my name and mm -hmm. then in a few years you know i'll own all the masters 100 percent, and all the copyright and all the just know every every song that i've been a part of and uh, i'm just so lucky that i have great people people around me like i didn't do these by my like these contracts sure. by myself and it took a long time it took a couple of years a few years for sure to really reach that agreement and um yeah just everyone on board is happy sony's happy i'm happy it's the best and um it's a it's a really cool deal to like release something from because you know now when i release stuff it's like summer house my little <laughs> yeah, your label, label. Yeah. shout out yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's really nice i feel like a boss you, you yeah. should you <laughs> ask i mean you are literally i mean but yeah so when this deal goes through i just think it's funny because uh, until the taylor swift thing happened in the news uh -huh. a lot of people didn't know what it really meant yeah. like owning your masters yeah. owning your your licensing agreements and, and everything in between the copyrights mm -hmm. and whatnot the day that the deal's done I'm imagining in my head someone with like one of those black briefcases with like a, a handcuff around it <laughs> yeah. and they hand it to you and it's that's your library. Uh -huh. But th there's nothing tangible. It's just no. they, it's like a hard drive, maybe yeah, or just yeah, like yeah, a yeah, paper, yeah. like something in the prove it. Yeah, I own it. Yeah. <laughs> How oh, cool sure. would that be, though? If, like James Bond know, delivered right? your, your oh, I would love that. Yeah. A little briefcase. <laughs> no, it feels it feels really good. And also, actually, especially for the songs that I didn't write, mm -hmm. funny enough, because you do have some ownership or like copyright of the songs that you wrote sure. but let's say like lush life or symphony or on cover any of like my earlier songs that again i feel like is such a big part of my identity you as an artist so much time with these songs totally and now i know like no one can just do anything like the writers can't do like the so they free. can't just be like yeah cool we're gonna we're gonna have this song like maybe in 10 years drake want to sample it yeah. and i'm like oh, yeah hold up right you know i don't like, think we're saying it, no to drake that's just an example you know just, we just <laughs> well, no, if you, you know if, if he's song, watching he's very, just, you're you you can do that drake mm -hmm. i will you can do that. Do, that, do that like many other artists zara's creative goals extend beyond just her music speaking yeah. of creative control yeah, um, I know you've been having a lot of hands in your visuals and your music videos and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You had your collection with H&M a couple years back. Yeah. Are there any other mediums that you're dying to get your hands on? Ooh, good question. Um, I think, no, I mean, honestly, like what's coming up for me, I would love to be even more involved okay. in like the visual sure. part. Um, would love to do acting. Going to go into that. And then... 
just really because I love film and like I love just to make I have sometimes even an easier time to understand film than music like I can picture it in a completely different way and it's almost like you know it goes hand in hand with writing I would say to create a world um so I would love to do some more of that. Maybe like direct, you know, my own videos. Because I've always been like, oh, well, maybe I can't do that. But I really do think... Imposter syndrome starts to set in. It's like, no, I can do 100%, this. Right? I can yeah. do this. I can. When so, you're writing music, are you? do you have visuals in your head? Like, is that popping in when you're in a, those writing mm, rooms or not really? Or is that more of an after? It depends on sometimes. When I've been working on this album, I've worked a lot with Rick Knowles. And he like expects me to show up prepared yeah. he's like you should have your titles you should have your oh, wow. already yeah, like, and everything like yeah you should have you should be like you should have maybe a couple of lines or sure. something that inspired you and that usually i just show up to the studio and i'm like mm, <laughs> what's what up feel? yeah literally and he's like he's not no. he's not tolerating that yeah he expects me to like be prepared which is good to have that it's actually great yeah. he pushes me it's intimidating but it's it's great yeah but like i actually feel like it, it was really nice to have that, you know, like you can do better, like you can do better, like we can do better than this. And um, sometimes, yeah, when I do have a concept, sure. I can see this, you know, video or story in my head. But then sometimes you create, you create it as you're, as you're going, as you're, yeah, writing it. Dare I say it, that we can start to say the words springtime? We're getting close, right? You want to look good. You want to feel good. You also want to have time to do fun things. And that's where Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you with all of that. Their nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you both time and energy to tackle everything on that springtime to-do list. You can look and feel your best for warmer weather with calorie-smart meals that are around 550 calories or less. There's over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian approved weekly options, so there's always something new to try. You're never feeling like you're just eating the same thing again and again and again. And have I mentioned these meals are genuinely delicious? I've been using them for about two months now. It's part of my weekly routine, and you can constantly adjust depending on what you're feeling that week. You wanna have something that's vegan-friendly? All you, vegetarian, all you you want all the protein it's there as well the best part you just pull the package out of the fridge poke a couple holes in the top with a fork so it it vents it out put it in the microwave two minutes boom ready to eat so if you're ready to give it a shot right now you get 50 percent off go to factormeals.com slash spout 50 and use code spout 50 to get 50 percent off your first box that's code spout 50 at factormeals.com slash spout 50 to get 50 percent off your first box I'm Bella Giannulli. And I'm Jamie Belushi. And we are the hosts of the Nail Polish Sisters podcast. We've got a lot of questions. Luckily, this podcast is about us bringing on friends, experts, and very interesting people each week who can help answer those questions. We've been best friends since we were five, and it's time to open up the inner circle. I think we'll be friends. Tune in Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at the Nail Polish Sisters. In the midst of Zara's many talents, she is also training to be a helicopter pilot. You and I talked both early in our mm-hmm. both of our careers, respectfully, mm-hmm. and I've been following along since you know Lush Life, since Symphony, mm-hmm. and, and Never Forget You, and whatnot. And you always push yourself just a little bit further with each one, right? And what I really like, and I learned this Thanks. recently, that you're pushing yourself outside of music too. Yes, helicopter license. Yeah, I'm learning to fly too. <laughs> Yay! 
So what's up? Yeah. I'm not I'm not rotor. I'm doing uh, fixed wing. Oh, so, no. Yeah, but I got my private pilot's license. Congratulations. Yeah. So I let's get nerdy like with it. I want to talk to you about <laughs> flying because yes, we got the music out of the way. Yes, can't tame her is a uh-huh. pop. The new album is coming up before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Screw yeah, all yeah. Of that for a second. <laughs> let's talk about flying a freaking helicopter. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. I just think it's something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Yeah. I started off wanting to fly airplanes and um, careful. Mm. I'm an airplane guy, so mm. don't offend me. <laughs> what is it, too easy? Is that it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that I said don't offend me and then what, like 10 you seconds? You said it. You said it. <laughs> so, okay. So for anyone that just like real quick breakdown, helicopters, you're constantly doing something. Exactly. You don't stop, right? And like, it fits my brain really well Yeah. because I'm the type of person who needs to be constantly stimulated. Sure. Like... I and 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 that's the beauty of it and I feel like you almost end up in a meditative state like you're always doing something mm-hmm. but it keeps me activated sure. you know what I mean yeah. and um I just have like a lot of ADHD and I feel like it 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 just it just fit me better right um you you can't go as as far or as high up sure so, so it's like definitely, you can fly from like Burbank to Van Nuys. I'll see you in New York. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. What's up? <laughs> but you know what? After I'm done with this, I oh, would then actually you're come for me. Okay, I would cool. love to do airplanes yeah. too. I think it's just something that um, is so far from music and it's not, you know, something really creative. It's something you need to study for oh, and yeah. you need to learn. It's not like, oh, well, you know, it says that you should do this, but I'm thinking it's I maybe should very do that. Type A, yeah. uh, you can't stray away. No. What no. I liked about a person that drew me to yeah. it is, you know, I work in music, I work in film, I work in TV. Uh huh. Yeah, you can put in a thousand hours. I could still be a nobody, See? or I could have everything. See? But for flight, you put in a hundred hours, you, you got it. that license. You get as long it. as you're That's studying and you're say. working for it. Yeah. You know, you can be in the studio for a hundred hours and you might get a good song. Right. But like, if you do like a hundred hours, you most likely will get your license. Unless it's just. <laughs> You know, not but jinx you. you most likely, you most likely will. Yes. And, um, you need to, you need to just, I want to prove to myself as well that I can do this and that I have the discipline to work towards something and then get it. You know, is this true for you? I find a lot of solace in flight because when I'm not flying, my mind's constantly going, what's my mm-hmm, next interview? Who mm-hmm, am I talking to? Mm-hmm. What's happening next? So are you kind of that way with music? And then when yeah. you're doing this or yeah. whatever you might be studying, you can actually shut it off for a second. Yeah. 100%. And you, you still have a goal and yeah. you still want something from it, but it does feel like you are, you, you, you know where you're going yeah. uh, a lot more than in a creative space. And also being creative is a lot more, about it's a lot about how other people view your art it's basically all subjective. it's all subjective what is art anyway and this what is here and this thing flying or you know doing whatever you want like whatever license mm-hmm. you have a goal and you're set your mind to it and no one can say when you have your license like mm-hmm. i personally did don't you really think, earn it does like, your daddy own the helicopter like you can't yeah. do that no. like you have to know your ish to yeah get the and this is also me just like um making up for not graduating high school okay <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but it is. It's academically challenging. Yes, it it's, is. it's so different. You than, really need to study. Yeah. How so, many hours do you have so far? Oh my God. Like so little. How like, many? I don't know. Two, three, four, no, like, five, six, yeah, seven, like, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Old. Like around 10. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the, I really don't know that much about Rotor. Yeah. At what hours do people typically start to solo? Maybe 
30. Okay. So yeah. it's obviously a lot higher than maybe 20, my easy 20, airplanes, you know. I feel like around 10, like, I mean, the hardest part is, you take know, the takeoff and landing. Covering. Um, yeah, that's the hard part. And, you know, I feel like it just pisses me off that I can't do it perfectly. Yeah. Like it takes a while, but I feel like I'm, I'm getting there very, I'm getting there soon. How are you doing with like the ATC air traffic control vernacular? Mm. If you've ever seen any movie, TV show ever, you yeah, get a lot like of like Alpha, Alpha Bravo, Bravo Charlie Delta, Delta, yeah, like clear for takeoff, runway two, three, things like that. I feel like, like it's a little, it's a, it's tricky, but it's it, a different language. Totally. And we're going to get there. I think, you know, you just spend the hour, the hours on it. And not only that, but like you need to learn engines and like all of that. And I'm so not like a car girl or Same. an engine girl, you know what I mean? I don't know if you could tell about everything about me. I'm not exactly like, a, oh, I changed my own oil kind of guy. No, I'm, I'm not supposed not. to laugh that hard at that, but thank you. But yeah, you have to learn how engine cylinders work. Yeah. Like that. It's yeah. crazy. But it's very interesting and it's very different. I love that you do that too. Yeah. How fun for us. We'll, we'll, we'll do a flight race interview. We could do an interview Please, over next comms. Time? Okay. I love that. See, this is where it gets really interesting. We could do, you could take me up in a helicopter. I'll yeah. take you up in an airplane. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back in like five years. We have a little yeah, more experience exactly, on our belt, right? Exactly, we're, not, exactly. we're trying to be the newbies but going there. I also the love that we talk about this because yeah. that actually means that now I have to do it. Yeah. You know, cool. now I have to finish it. I it, can't just be like doing interviews about it. You know you're going to come around and have to deal with me then, again in an interview <laughs> in the next cycle. And you know I'm going to bring it up. So if yeah. I'm the, if you, you don't remember anything about my name or anything, but just my face, like, yeah, guy, now I got to get my helicopter <laughs> license. Yeah, no, I will. You also do something else that I, I, I know a lot of people that do this and it, it it's bad crazy to me. Uh-huh polar plunging and jumping like in ice yeah, lakes. Yeah, sometimes I do that. We all know that every night, every perfect night at least, begins with a very cold ice bath. It's like physically very painful. Yeah, I think I'm good actually. Yeah, I saw a video and but I did learn something from you. Um, Wim Hof breathing mm -hmm. techniques. Mm -hmm. So this guy who has the most soothing voice in the world, mm. by the way. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Just go with the flow of the breath. In, out, in, out. Like he has a He's voice like a that could be sampled guy. on like a yeah. dance track. <laughs> Think yeah, about that. Yeah, like yeah, one, in, yes. two, out. Yes. <laughs> We're just really building great. tracks. Yeah. If that appears on your next album, I don't totally. need, I don't want to present or anything. I just want a credit. Next I just single want... featuring Wim Hof. There you go. Oh my God. Let's make that happen. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Yeah. Um, how's... But he's good. He's good. Yeah. And it puts you in like a really, that's also something like you push yourself to do because when you're in that cold water, it's not very nice. Mm -hmm. But when you get out of it, you feel amazing. To be clear, we're not just saying cold water. We're saying like sub-zero like, temperatures. Yeah. You're maybe in it like for painful. 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Mm -hmm. Absolutely mm -hmm. insane. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. I like warm. Yeah. I came here from Chicago. I landed in LA. It's like 50 degrees and I'm like, nope, can't uh -huh. do that. Uh -huh. Is that weird when people, I know that you've obviously spent a lot of time in the States, but have yeah. you adjusted to when we say Fahrenheit versus Celsius? No. no. So weird. No idea. I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> Like 18, give or take, rough that's, conversion. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's not bad. No, it's not terrible. Yeah. It's not yeah. warm. But I'm also from Sweden. You are. Like you know, 18, you're like, You're yeah. out here just like yeah. in bikinis and <laughs> zero degree weather. Basically, like, yeah, we're fine. We're basically. good. Like yesterday, how, how hot was it yesterday? I went to the beach. It was a good, like, yeah, like what it is now, but it was sunny. Went to the beach, had a little swim. Yeah. 
What is that? They're in a bikini. It was, it was, it was a little, <laughs> no one else is on the beach. No, someone else is like selling hot dogs and he's wearing like a parka and she's like, Oh my God, beach weather. What's up? Health and lifestyle and the balance between everything you've got going on. I imagine it's a constant challenge, but you seem like you're getting a little bit better with it. I mean, we all mm-hmm. learn each cycle, each, totally. each time around. Is there anything as you get ready to, whether you're coming to LA or you're going on tour that you do to prep or you need to have done before you leave your house? No, like, no, you could just leave <laughs> unmade bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't care about that. Well, next question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm also very. I'm a very messy person. Okay. And like, I'm not dirty. I'm just messy. Yeah. Mm, I don't dirty actually. Sometimes Are you one of the girls that uses the excuse of like, well, it was clean until I had to decide what to wear, and then no, there's just the just, entire closet on the ground. It's always like that. This is always. Uh-huh. You're just until constantly searching get, for. Mm-hmm. This is at the bottom of a hamper. But yesterday. I know where everything is. Okay. It's an organized. So in, in your head, it makes sense. Totally. Got totally. It. Totally. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think it's just a law of physics, isn't it? Yeah. It's easier to drop something like this than to fold it. It sure. takes more energy. Yeah. That's what I say. It's, it's physics. It's not me. What I've always respected about you and specifically you, how you handle this, because you do interviews and press and promo in so many different countries, mm-hmm. so many different cultures. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that you, you interview yourself to like prep yourself for questions. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know if it's just narcissistic or uh, No, it's because you're <laughs> you, you don't you don't know me. You don't know what I'm gonna come up with. Like it's I mean true. you hope we're professionals, but some it's people true. ask wild well, like no, they do. Yeah. They do that actually. What countries I mean, I am not I'm not trying to put France. you on yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to ask the question. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask the question. France. Just France. Yeah. Whatever you think I was going to uh-huh. say, we'll go with France. France. Love them though. Yeah. But they're wild. Mm-hmm. They if don't. The interview questions, I'm like, nothing what? is. And for instance, you're in Geneva. There's a prince from uh, Hungary, for instance. He's the most beautiful, guy, uh, handsome guy you never met. Yeah. I... He, he looks at you in your heart <laughs> and he says, Do you want to be my princess? I would probably stop, say no. You, you stop singing no. and cut all this crap. No, because no. I want you in my castle. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say yes to that. No, I would like no. It'd be kind of weird. But, Off, you know, sometimes it could just be like one time I was there, I was fifteen, and they were like, so. Uh, Great French you, impression, yeah. by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> what would you bring to a desert island, a yeah. water, or a dildo? And you're just like, what? Uh, <laughs> But they say it in this voice. Yeah, and they're like, so what would love you... Love our what Parisians, you love our French yeah. people. We're just, you guys have the most monotone, not a care in the world. Oh yeah, so the uh, the building fell down. And yeah. Like, what a what? dildo. I'm like, I'm 15. Like, what are you talking about? You could have given me a thousand guesses of what you were going to say in this interview. And the French accent of that yeah. word, not one of them. Not one of them. So yeah, but it's, it's fun. Honestly, it's hard to... to it's hard to shock me with something because I'm a very open person and like, I don't feel like I have anything to hide or like, you know, I have nothing to like, you're very, sometimes when it's like, Oh, you pull, pull your pants down. Like, ha ha. Look, I do. <laughs> it's a saying, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. See yeah. Interviews yeah. direction is going, but no, I, I think, um, I'm not scared of confrontation either. Mm-hmm. So, no, I mean, your activism, yeah. too. I mean, it speaks for itself. Women have been oppressed for such a long time. And now when we finally speak up, I think a lot of, of people are very afraid that 
we might reclaim power or the other oppressed minorities might reclaim power. Like in America, example, the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, how can you be against that? It's very strange to me how people can be against the movement that basically says, can you please stop killing us? You're very intentional with your words. Always thank admired that. Oh, thank you. Very honest, you, very open. You. you know, it's, you're not hiding anything. No, I'm not. I can tell you right now. I'm sitting yeah. right next to her. She, yeah. When she said that I'm stupid for flying the easy airplane versus the helicopter, she meant it. I, I felt it in the air. I could taste it. With everything on her plate, the one thing fans are waiting for the most the release of her new upcoming album. Zara can't tame her. Yes. The album on the way. Who knows? On the way. Sometime between now and December 31st. Yeah. But definitely this year. Definitely this year. I would say after summer. After summer. Be, be ready. You're giving me yeah. a, more of a window than you've given some other people. I appreciate that. I know. That. I know. I'm like starting Is it because to... you feel bad about the airplane thing? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see, yeah. I think it's like, I don't want to say month because... I honestly don't know no, yet. Of course, of course, but of I course. think I think after like early early fall. Yeah, yeah, I'll give okay. that to you. <laughs> What's up? Thank you for that. I appreciate that. No worries, Zara Larson. I'm a fan from back in the day. I'm still a fan. I'm excited to see this album Thank number you. four international yeah. release. Yeah, congratulations on everything. Thank Seriously. you. Thank Thanks. you so much. To see more of our conversation, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter, or at SpoutPodcast.com. This episode of The Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, hosted by Eric Zachary, written and narrated by Tamara Dia, produced by Mark Long, and edited and created by Phil Becker. Spout.